0: Welcome to another episode of Don't Give Up Skeleton. I'm your host, Jeremy Greer. This week's guest is Ben. Uh, Ben is a New Zealander who um, has a unique experience with Dark Souls. Um, It kind of bonded him and his son, um, who is who had moved away to a different country so dark souls was kind of an opportunity for them to hook up and and kind of stay in touch with one another which i think is really neat and uh, i included some of his son's music in this episode so check definitely listen to that and go check out the links for the SoundClouds for all of that stuff thank you for listening itunes reviews helps enjoy the episode Why don't we start with your first exposure to the Soul series?
1: So uh, I was living in the city at the time, and uh, right across the road was
0: a little mall, which
1: had a games shop in it. And I went over there one, I think it was a Sunday, Sunday morning. And uh, I didn't have a game that I was playing, so I was looking for a new one. And I just saw this in a bin, um, Demon's Souls. And um, I thought, I like that kind of game. I like RPGs. I like medieval stuff. So I picked it up, and, uh, um, and the the uh, the person at the counter said, "Oh, look, this is really hard.
0: Are you sure you <laughs> want to play this game?" Like, we're trying well, to warn you away from it. <laughs> they,
1: uh, not uh, yeah, actually, uh, they they did. Uh, it was a young woman, as I recall. They're pretty knowledgeable about their games. They they know what they're talking about. And I said, "Well, I'll give it a go." And they said, "Well, we have a twenty four hour returns policy. If you don't like it, you can bring it back and swap it for another one." Um, and I said, okay, I'll give it a go. I'm only over the road, so that will be easy. And I, I kind of wish they hadn't said that. You know, I kind of wish I'd bought it somewhere else or got it online or something and I couldn't have returned it because I really wish I'd carried on because I did take that person's advice and I did give up after one afternoon. But I just banged myself against it. My, my girlfriend at the time watched me for quite a lot of it. She's now my wife. And uh, she was watching me and she was saying, why are you doing this? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I got up to that red-eyed knight who's on the bridge before, you know, the, the optional one you don't need to go to in uh, Boliteria Palace, and um, he was just over and over again just smashing me. And it was so hard for me to even get up to him. I just, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't really know about locking on, as I recall. So I wasn't locking on, so my shield was kind of useless if you're not locked on and someone gets around behind you. They just smack you in the back, and I, I was just dying all over the place. It was a mess. <laughs> so I took it back, and said thank you, but no thank you, and I got I don't know something else. I can't recall what it would have been. Lego or something probably.
0: What were Disability. you? Uh, what kind? Of, what kind of games were you playing at the time? Like, are you a big RPG guy uh, or an action dude, or, or what? I do, I do tend to like my my RPGs, but probably my favorite game. Well, my favorite game
1: series of the time at the time was Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. I really really enjoyed games. Metal Gear Solid 3 was my absolute favourite game of all time. And uh, and it remained so until a couple of years later when I used to, I still do subscribe to Play Magazine, the UK based PlayStation magazine. And I read that every month and they kept on just dropping in references to Dark Souls. So this is quite a bit later. As Dark Souls have been out for at least a year. But, and I was aware of it. I knew it was there and I was like, I knew oh, that's a Demon Cells sequel. No way I'm getting that. <laughs> I'm not doing that to myself. Um, but yeah, this this magazine kept on saying, oh, it's great, you should play it, everyone should play it. I know it's hard, but you've got to do it. And I think the, the article that really swayed it for me in the end was uh, they did the 10 best open world RPGs. And they included Dark Souls as one of them, and they said, well, we know it's not really true open world, but it is there, and we, you should play it, and it's an RPG, and it's open world, and you've got to do it. And i just finished Skyrim. And I, at the time, I'm ashamed to say a little bit, but I loved Skyrim at the time. I've been back to it since, and I thought, what did I see in this? But I, I loved it. I put over 120 hours into that game. And I thought, well, i like another RPG. I like, I like open world. Okay, I'll give Dark Souls a go. I went over to the same shop, actually. And uh, a different salesperson said to me, "Yeah, it's really great." And that was on super, super special. It was the Prepare to Die edition. It was it was twenty eight dollars, as I recall, New Zealand dollars. So that's not which, which is a basically American
0: like five thousand dollars, normal currency, if I understand that correct. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I think oh, the current rates. Yeah, it'd be about fifteen bucks or something like that. Yeah. 15 or 17 dollars, yeah. I'm American, and uh, so I talked to this guy about it. And because one of the other salespeople says, Oh, you've got to talk to Billy Bob I can't remember his name, he's the Dark Souls expert. And he said to me, The one thing that I really wish he was still there, so I could go back and tell him you were wrong, man. I wish you hadn't said that to me because almost the reason I'm on this podcast is because of what the salesperson said to me. He said, Dude, this is really hard, but you just lean on the wiki.
0: Okay. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, yeah, and and I, I did. I mean, I loved my experience of Dark Souls. I, I I learned how to lock on and use my shield and, you know, be patient. And I, I loved it. I loved Dark Souls and I never looked back. But I leaned on that wiki something terrible. <laughs> really? I, I wish I had. I think it, it, it it reduced my overall um, enjoyment of the game. I mean, it's still my favourite game, or well, was at the time my favourite game of all time, but I think I would have enjoyed it more if I hadn't... Be, I, I was just all over that wiki. I, I think I got up to... I remember where I got to when I started, OK, I better get started wiki. I, I was in the parish, at the parish bonfire, and I saw, OK, there's this gate over there. It's not open at the moment, that's all right, and there's... I can go down to this place called Darkroot Garden and then there's another little place I can go and that says Darkroot Basin and then I still haven't been up this, up the top of this church I haven't seen what's up there yet I, which way do I go and I, <laughs> it was all very scary and I was nervous and I didn't want to have to take this game back and exchange it and uh, I thought right I'm going to go into the wiki and the first thing I did was I just looked at what areas should I, what order should I take the areas but Eventually, I started Googling everything, and there came a point, I got to the Capra Demon, and uh, I, I got to the Fog wall for the Capra Demon, and I didn't know what was behind it, and I was pooping my pants about it, being a little little scaredy cat, and I uh, I Googled what's behind this thing, and I saw Capra Demon, so I thought, okay, let's find out about the Capra Demon before I have to fight it, read up a little bit about it, went through rolled to the right, went upstairs, killed the dogs, and did the Capra Demon first try. And at that point, I thought, am I doing this right? To to first try the Capra Demon, I don't think that's what people's first experience of Dark Souls should be. <laughs> but I, I So I, I used it a little less from then on, but I still used it too much. Um, did and you um, I still love the
0: game? And, obviously, you've kept going with the with the game series. Did did that inform your subsequent playthroughs of any, any of the other games? Like, were you staunchly against using the, the wikis?
1: Yeah, I've been since then. So I think that after I, I did it and I started watching um, some videos and, and doing some other things, I realized my mistake. And so since then, it's always been. And I guess this is the theme of what I'm trying to make this story about, isn't it? My, I've always been trying to get back to that that first perfect playthrough and there's two ways you, that I've tried to do that well I guess three one is playing the subsequent games without a walkthrough as much as I possibly can I mean I I did look up about the the windmill and um is it Harvest Peak Earthen Valley one of the, Earthen, I, always, um, I always get them mixed
0: up. it's Harvest Valley and Earthen Peak but you were extremely close yes.
1: <laughs> uh but generally all the other ones I've done with, as much as possible without a walkthrough um So that's one way that I've done it. Uh, The other way is to watch people do blind playthroughs on YouTube. I have watched a bunch of them, and some of them are fascinating as well. Uh, Just watching people go through the game blind, um, full playthroughs on YouTube, and I've I've just wasted many hours of my life (laughs) just vicariously (laughs) watching people. And the third way is trying to convince other people to play it. Mostly family members, because I have very few friends who play games since I'm a bit older than the average gamer. I'm in my forties, uh, so I have a brother who really loves games, but he just wants to play Minecraft for some reason. Disappointed in that.
0: Is he um, uh, like? I just had a curiosity, and you don't have to tell me if you don't like to. But like, is he a, is he a younger guy, or does he is he kind of? Oh, no, he's only two years younger than me okay you
1: know he is a wife and a child but he just uh, he showed me his minecraft you know free play world that he created it must have taken him hundreds and hundreds of hours but yeah that's that's his jam he, he it's what he wants to do it's okay it's okay yeah i don't it's, think he has a pc or a so i don't know if he even could play dark souls he only has a mac um my wife has played a little bit of it um but she just she doesn't have the time to play it as regularly as really Dark Souls needs. Uh, but the one person I have convinced is my son. Um, so a little bit of backstory. My son is uh, 15 now. Um, he was when he started Dark Souls. but he was four years old when uh, his mother and I split up. and I was... I necessarily had to move from the city where they live or the town where they lived. And I've, you know, it's it's since been very difficult for me to, to reconnect with him. Um, they moved uh, to the UK for a year. I live in New Zealand, so that's a long way. Mm-hmm. And it's it was difficult for us to reconnect in many ways. And when he was 12 years old, um, you know, they, they would come to visit his his uh, sister and, and he, and, well, you know, it, we, uh, it was hard to have things in common, but um, I convinced him to play Dark Souls. That, you know, he, it, a young boy like that, he wants to—he wants to be in things that his dad is into. Mm-hmm. You know, he he plays the guitar like I do, into music like I am. He, he plays like I did. Um, but yeah, I said, "Hey, play this game." And at the time, he obviously he could only play it when he was visiting with me because um, he didn't have a copy of the game. Even though he had a PS3, or his stepdad had a PS3 at the time. <laughs> and but his first i got to watch him play dark souls completely blind and see all of that unfold for him i gave him some advice things like how humanity works and and some other stuff you know mechanical help but i think that was one of the 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 best ways to experience Mm -hmm. dark souls when you've ruined it for yourself by using a wiki is to watch someone that you love very much um Play the game blind and, and go through the frustration and the elation that we've all experienced.
0: <laughs> I always say and, that uh, um, it's yeah. it's super fun watching people play Dark Souls for the first time because you want them to you want them to experience the game blind, but you also want them you also want to see them fall for the same traps and for the same gotcha moments. were you enc- like did you yeah. encourage him to open the <laughs> chest and sins to get eaten by the mimic? Or- I didn't
1: encourage anything. I just watched.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't. But and you did, did not steer did. him away.
1: No, no, none of that. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I, it's hard for me to remember what he did. Though I, I do remember him soloing the the gar- gargoyles. where you know when I did it, I used Solier the first time, but he soloed the gargoyles. And he did it pretty easily in the end. But it, a few, quite a few attempts to just get the rhythms down. And I think that was the moment where I could see he was totally hooked. You know, he's. Um. And, you know, he, he told me, "Oh, my heart is beating so fast, Dad." And I, I, I did that, and um, yeah, it's it's. I think it's that that many people, not everybody, but it was definitely also for me. You know, that that feeling of beating your head up against a boss for hours or whatever it is, and then finally, finally succeeding. I think that's, I think that's my favorite thing that Dark Souls has to offer. Which isn't to say that I love it because it's hard. Um but it's just hard enough and it's also fair and it gives you the ways to to get through it which is what i love about it Mm -hmm. Now, when i first played dark souls i i I didn't go to the graveyard i didn't even know it was there at first it took me a long time to find it eventually the first thing i did was went down to new london ruins that That had to
0: be a pretty miserable experience right
1: yeah, yeah. It was the first, the first thing I found was that little staircase that goes down the back of Filing Shrine there, and for some reason that was where I first went. But I, I guess I played enough games to know once I was there. Okay, I don't think I'm supposed to be here yet. So I, I went up into, up into the Berg. So I did that, and that was, that was okay. Perhaps if I hadn't um, done that, my my time with Dark Souls would have been as short as my time with Demon Souls. <laughs> But you, oh,
0: yeah, um, like at this point, like, are you, like, are you and your, um, are you and your son like playing, like, along with each other, kind of? Even though you're on two different systems, like, are you hearing his stories and are mm-hmm. you telling him his stories or your stories? Excuse me.
1: So, so we got to do that with Dark Souls Two because uh, he doesn't have a good gaming PC and he doesn't have um, the latest generation console. Mm-hmm. But with Dark Souls Two, um, we both had a copy of of it. And we played through it together and shared stories. You know, we would be on, on Skype or on the phone or when we'd visit, we'd, we'd you know, compare our battle stories and talk about things. And we still do whenever we talk, we talk about video games. Not always Dark Souls, although at the moment there's a bit to talk about. But with Dark Souls 3 and Bloodborne, he has only been able to play them when he's been visiting with me. Okay. Yeah. but we, And we also did a, a co-op playthrough. We went got about halfway in. Up through dark souls 2 before we realized it was just wasn't that fun because we'd both played through it multiple times by then hmm. and it was just too easy <laughs> When you, you know what you're doing and you're doing it co-op because we did it like full co-op like just at each bonfire just summon the other one and run through the whole level to the boss and we were just
0: we were just totally owning everybody. everything yeah yeah, it's, it's it's a li- it's just, yeah having that game be too easy is kind of like the opposite of what you actually wanted to do right
1: yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we, I, I think that's one of the reasons why Dark Souls 2 is actually my favourite in the series, which will be an unpopular opinion among some people. But I, I loved Dark Souls 2, and I had the most hours in it, both versions.
0: It's really uh, funny but, to me yeah. that people still think that liking dark souls 2 is unpopular like the more i do this podcast and the more that i I kind of pay attention to the souls community as a a whole like it it really seems like people honestly genuinely like dark souls 2 it was just at the time there was such an outspoken like revolt against it because it wasn't exactly dark souls 1 or or whatever that well when i finished it when i first finished dark souls 2 i was
1: disappointed um the final boss was poor, let's face it. Um, the world building was not as good. I mean, I, one of my favourite things about the original Dark Souls is, you know, going, you know, for instance, down to Blight Town and feeling so lost and far away from everything and just in misery and despair and seeing this water wheel contraption. It's not a water wheel, is it? There's a dog in it, but riding it back up and coming out in some place and thinking. Oh my goodness! I'm back at Filing Shrine. <laughs> How did that happen <laughs> uh, and you you haven't had that that experience with any of the other games, which is sad, and I you know the, there were there were disappointments to Dark Souls too, but the more I played it, and the more I got into the lore and the story and the just got used to the way it feels the just the better it it, it the better I found it and yeah, at the end i I think it's my favorite i Dark lurk is my favorite boss out of this whole series. Um, I should tell my Dark Lurker story actually. It's a good story. Do it. And it's yeah. So I the first time I played the game, I didn't, you know, as I, I told you, I play thing these things blind now. And I didn't find Dark Lurker or anything about it. I didn't find any of the Pilgrims of the Dark sites, the three that you can find. Um but uh, in New Game Plus I, I looked all that stuff up and I, I got down there and uh i had about 90 odd humanity oh no what are they called human effigies and honestly i was I i was really struggling with dark lurker at first no not at first always i was (laughs) i just couldn't get anywhere with that damn boss
0: in case people don't know just 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 to make sure that people understand like if you want to go fight the dark lurker like you have to use a human effigy in order to get access to his area so yeah, it's, it's every it's single time every single time it's extremely costly so yeah that's that's why it's, it's important that he had 90 when he started yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: even just to attempt to get to the boss as a human effigy you might not even get there so you know by the end of it all the all the guys all the enemies in, in that um thing were despawned and i was just running through to the, to the boss and i, I started Trying to use cheese tactics on them, and I came up with a cheese tactic which I have not seen uh, done anywhere else, and which did work for me in the end. Although it wouldn't work now because they've nerfed the oh, what's the ring? There's a ring which stopped you getting backstabs. Or stopped you being from, stopped you from being backstabbed.
0: Mm-hmm. I remember. I don't remember the name, I but I remember the... the ring. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I I uh, I respect as a full pyromancer, I put on that ring, I got the strongest. Uh, There's it was, it was a chaos firestorm, I think it might be, and so I I got through to the uh, the second phase where you have two dark lurkers, and I just ran into a corner, and in those um, nowadays the that backstab ring only negates physical damage, but at the time it it negated all damage from behind. So hmm. I just ran in a corner and hit my back to these guys, and they were just. You
0: know, <laughs> I love the fun ways that the Souls I, games get broken like that. It's so much fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. So in the end, they were just doing all this stuff. And I was getting staggered, but I wasn't getting damaged. And every time there came a point where I was unstaggered for long enough, I would just slam down the firestorm and damage both of them because they were both right up on my grill. And uh, after a couple of those, they died. And I was so grateful because I only had a handful of effigies left. So when it came to Scholar of the First Sin, um, I left him till last, left Dark Lurker till last, and uh, had again stocked on the effigies. Um, and I was using a, a Faith Dex build at the time, I think. Yeah, yeah, I was using a Faith Dex build, poking away with my um, Ricard's Rapier and buffing it with. Oh, no, I don't think you can buff Ricard's Rapier. I don't remember. Anyway. Uh, Poking them wasn't good because you, you can't really lock on in the dark lurker fight. So poking kept on missing. So I had to just um, upgrade another weapon and use that. I don't remember what it was now. I think it might have been the mirror great sword. And so I got that, and uh, I think <laughs> I beat dark lurker on my third attempt on scholar of the fist, and which was a you know a message to me that I'd gotten better at the games. I suppose you know on that on that scholar of the fist and playthrough, I I first time quite a few of the bosses, including the Fume Knight, which made me realise that I was, well, it made me feel good about myself and about how much better I'd gotten it, at the games. Uh, another thing on Dark Souls 2 is I, I have a, a, a law theory, which I, I'm sure must have been out there by plenty of other people, but I've never heard it anywhere. You know, they always, the, it's the Lost Sinner. Everyone always says, well, in, in the, the soul of the Lost Sinner, I think it is, it, it states that the Lost Sinner is female. Mhm. And that's that's ex- established that's accepted it's in the it's in the canon and everything. Um, but that person that you fight in the lost sinner fight in my opinion is a male body and it's the little bug that crawls into the eye of that body which is a female. It, it, it that's, that's my theory anyway. I think that it's the bug that's the, the... You're fighting the bug, which is like animating the body of this this warrior that you're fighting in, the, in that arena.
0: This is going to sound like a really ignorant ignorant question, but um, do insects have gender? <laughs> like, do they... Yeah, yeah, of course they do. Okay, yeah.
1: Well, most of them do. Aphids don't, but...
0: Okay. Um, I'm not really up yeah, on my you know, insect it's, lore,
1: but... it's a, you know, when you fight the bed of chaos and you get down to the thing, is the little bug. And that's mm-hmm. the bug that's that's crawling into the eye, and my what well, seems that's that's the reference that seems to me is being made. Um, I don't know. Perhaps that's a, a theory that's that's out there anyway, but I've just never seen it.
0: No, I mean just I haven't. I don't, I don't get. Um, <clears throat> I haven't gone too too much too in depth on my uh, lost center center lore. I've never. I guess I've I've just um, like nothing about that that. Fight particularly says male or female or, or anything to me. Um, I, I can definitely see like the bug being the thing, right? Because if you kill her or kill the Lost Center in New Game Plus, like you get that uh, boss soul that kind of references yeah, the, right. the the, the Isolates and yeah. stuff. So I don't know. That, that's an interesting. That's an interesting question. I might have to. I might have to put that one onto my lore buds and see if they 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 have an answer for that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was. Dark Souls 2, you know, I love that game so much that I, you know, I got the platinum trophy for it on on PS3, and then when the um, Scholar of the First Sin edition came out, I got the platinum on that as well, (laughs) so that's a lot of hours of of Dark Souls 2, and that's, I guess that's how much I love that game, done everything in it.
0: Did you do, um, because the, to get the platinum in either one, you have to do a bunch of PvP. Did you get involved in the online aspect of Dark Souls 2?
1: I've done some. My son's done a lot more. He, he really got into the Dark Souls 2 PvP, and he got pretty good at it. And um, using quite a, a, a really standard build as well, he, w- he would just use a, a longsword. It might have been the fire longsword probably was but yeah he uh and because <laughs> this is interesting actually when when he first started doing it a lot i uh i heard you on bonfire side chat talking about your dark souls haters thing <laughs> and him, have you ever had any um hate mail and he says no uh, the build i use is just so like standard that people don't get upset about being beaten <laughs> by of sort. Yeah, yeah, he, like
0: nobody really cares it because he's using just basic equipment right
1: <laughs> yeah That's really yeah. funny So, um, I yeah, obviously I did have to do some PvP, although you can do it without it You can just farm, and I did do some farming too But whenever he was visiting, if I was Trying to get up to those those uh, Ranks, if he was there, I'd say Hey, do you want to do some PvP for me? Because he's better at it than I am So he did a lot of my, my PS, um, Sorry, my Dark Souls 2 PvP for me <laughs> But I did <laughs> I, I I enjoy the PvP, but I'm not um, I'm not as big into it as as some people. Gotcha. So did, mostly, um, I just did the.
0: What was it like, kind of um, going to the release of Dark Souls Two? Excuse me. Was it because I, I kind of got lost in your timeline a little bit? Like after you played a bunch of Dark yeah, Souls One, did you? Um, well. Did did you like? Were you watching trailers and things like that before Dark Souls? Yeah, two?
1: I watched. Yeah, so I hadn't quite made up my mind about how how much I wanted to go in blind, and I watched. Um, I think it must have been Vati, his playthrough of that. They released, um, is it the Huntsman's Cops? That was the level that they released as the, not sure if it was a beta or a network test.
0: Yeah, they they specifically called it a network test, yeah. It was a network test, yeah. So
1: I, I watched a video of him playing through that area, and I think it was just after I'd finished watching that, I thought, okay, no, I don't want to watch anymore. I'm going to play this game. I don't want to know any more about it. I wanted it to be as blind as possible to make up for the sins of Dark Souls 1 that I <laughs> infringed on myself. And, yeah, because I, I didn't finish up with Dark Souls... It was only just a month or two before Dark Souls 2 came out uh, that, that I'd finished up with it. I'd, I'd finished up with the uh, DLC. And so I, I had a really short gap between the two games, which was wonderful.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was to it and
0: loved it so you um, went to, what which yeah. did you go to next from dark souls 2 dark yeah
1: dark. uh so from dark souls 2 i did go to bloodborne next okay.
0: after that it was, was bloodborne, yeah, so bloodborne the the came 450 or $4. i guess probably even more new zealand dollars video game for you <laughs> did you buy it specifically for uh bloodborne no,
1: I, I i had a PS4 already I, i'm a bit of a sony fanboy so i had my ps4 and i have i have a lot of games for it now um so, no, I already had one. Gotcha. Um, yeah, uh, Bloodborne, I, I downloaded the digital copy and played it at the minute of release, which was also really cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, and Bloodborne, I, I was very, very blind on that game. You know, I I Googled the occasional thing for Dark Souls 2, but Bloodborne, I, I did Google one thing and one thing only, and that was, uh, there's that level where you go through um, is it, what's it called? Uh, it's Unseen Village, and you, you, there's yaga. all those yaga ghoul. Y- yeah. And you've got all the um, amygdalas, you know, shooting the lightning at you, and the people that respawn because you can't find the Bell Maiden. And the the thing that I googled was where to find the Bell Maiden on that level, because I could not find her at first because you would, you would kill all the things and then they'd come back and then you'd be shot by the amygdala and you're trying to look for where the stupid bill, but you have mm-hmm. to go through that little gap in the fence up on the, the top there before the final ramp down to where the, the lamp lantern is mm-hmm. and I just I didn't see that gap, so that was what I googled and through that I also found the, uh, the key to the upper cathedral ward so I went up, I remember going up there not knowing what was in store for me, just having no idea Oh, what a wonderful level that is up there! Is it
0: called the Orphanage? Yes, it is. Yeah, with all the um, blue-eyed werewolves yeah. that fall in the chandelier, which is maybe one Such of my favorite episode. moments in, in Bloodborne that hardly anybody ever talks about.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 it was my favorite moment in 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 Bloodborne that yeah, just the darkness and these things coming out of the, and then you open the the doors at the end, near the end of the level, and there's the person who's been. I don't know, it looks like they've been blasted from space and you get the make contact gesture from them. hmm That you know, that really I, I had no idea, you know, about the law or anything at that stage of the game. And it was kind of a moment for me where Oh my gosh. I mean I'd seen these aliens and things. I knew there was something else going on, but it's like, Oh, this is this is aliens who've brought this whole curse upon this. This town is it, I, and I started to form my own, you know, head cannon at the time. And that's that's a, I mean, Bloodborne's a bit easier to get into. With you know, I've heard you talk about that before. That Bloodborne is easier to get the, the story straight in your head on a first blind playthrough. Mm-hmm. And uh, doing that blind, I just I loved it, you know. And then from there, I went on and I, I thought that, you know, right after that, you fight that is it the Celestial emissary? Yep. And yeah, that's a pretty easy. Place.
0: It's um, and then there was. A- I, I like that boss because it's it's an example in Bloodborne of bosses being done right. Like it's weird and it's interesting and it's provocative, but it's not particularly hard. Like if that boss had, um, say, three times as much HP, it would be completely unfun. But because it's just yeah. busy enough and it's interesting enough, like and it doesn't like it's not particularly challenging at all. Like it's it's one of the easier bosses outside of maybe like Pinwheel. But it's it's one that if you make a mistake in, you can get pretty quickly overwhelmed and not and not and, and yeah. you know not have a way to recoup. Um, excuse me, not recoup and not have a way to recover. The uh, so it's 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 one of the examples of the bosses in, this, in that game that's done absolutely right versus like some of the like deeper chalice dungeons, which where you have bosses with just crazy amounts of HP. So I, I like the celestial emissary fight a lot.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't mean to say it because it was easy that it wasn't good. I'm no, not no, I, wasn't, I wasn't
0: implying was, that. I just, mm, coming off mm. the Dark Souls 3 DLC, I'm, I'm real sensitive to, like, too many HP, too much bosses with too much HP, so.
1: Oh, yeah, we'll talk about the D- Dark Souls 3 DLC soon, but, yeah, I'm into that too. Uh, so, yeah, I, but I just, the point I'm trying to make is that I'm playing this blind, and I... Uh, you know, I, I get to the Celestial emissary and I think, what is going on? <laughs> and then there was a, a message in front of the window that says try attacking or whatever it said. And so I, I go, okay, I'll do that. And I uh, um, attacked the window and found this secret area. Off I go from the lantern that's um, in the Celestial emissary boss room and not knowing what's in store for me, down the elevator and, you know, there's Ebrietus down there. I've only ever had one attempt at the in any of my playthroughs of Bloodborne, and I, I beat her.
0: That was you just so you played her, you fought her once, and then beat fought her, her once blind and never, and, and never, and it never was, went
1: back. Never, never done it. Never done it again. I I didn't know that it was supposed to be hard. Um, I didn't have the memory leak. It was after the patch because I played the game through quite slowly. the The point was that I was I was in her face all the time, so she didn't do that big swoop thing that kills people that i've hence learned as people's the bane of people's existence but um i was also way over-leveled by that stage i i one of the things i love about the soulsborne games is i love doing um co-op uh, online co-op so i i, I just every time i fought a boss after i beat it i would just lay down my uh I, is it called a summon sign whatever it is that, You would ring, you ring the a bell, bell. You ring yeah. a mm-hmm. ring the bell so i'd just ring my bell and co-op for i don't know sometimes, you know, maybe 20 times and just get the Blood Echoes and level up some more. So I was very over-leveled. I was, I had a, not fully upgraded by that stage, but I had a pretty high-level um, Ludwig's Holy and I was doing a lot of damage. And, you know, I, I've, I've, I beat quite a few of the late game bosses on my first try just because I was so over-leveled. Um, you know, uh, Gurum I did first try as well. Um, which maybe wasn't the best way to do it, but you know, I would be back and forth with them again later.
0: Kind of sounds like you were doing pretty, like you were pretty good at Bloodborne. <laughs> like it sounds like you're, pretty, I, I, you're cruising through the I, game.
1: I, I do think I did think I got pretty good at Bloodborne. I remember when I got up to the you know, after I finished the game, and I was googling what else is there to do, and I decided to do all the Chalice dungeons. Oh, here we go. There's the here's the question that you always ask: Do I love the Chalice dungeons?
0: Yep, yes or no? Um, yes. yes. Yes.
1: I love the Tellus Dungeons and I can understand people not liking them for sure. But for me, I was playing it and I was thinking, Oh, this is just like Bloodborne arcade version. How is that a bad thing? Because it's like, let's just distill about Bloodborne or the, the story and, and take that out and just say, Well, here's just the combat and fighting bosses. Do you like that part? And I found yeah, I do like that part. It's great. Why wouldn't I want to just do this over and over again? Just you know, fighting things and running around and exploring and finding the lever and going through to another boss. And sometimes it's a unique boss, and that's awesome. Um, No, I love the Chalice Dungeons. Um, I can see why people don't, but um, that's just my opinion.
0: Yeah, I don't. um, I I don't ever like try to take that away from anybody if they don't like the uh, podcast. Excuse me, if they don't like the Chalice Dungeons um but it's man for me it's just like it's just infinite souls right like it's just infinite bloodborne combat yeah. and i i can totally understand that people don't play that game specifically for the combat like they they want new environments yeah. to be able to move through and new things to discover and unfortunately yeah. none yeah. of that really I exists love that but yeah I, and i, I yeah that, i love it as well but it's just man there's something about it like i can just create this dungeon that possibly no one has ever seen before
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 it's very cool so I was doing the defiled ones where you have half health, and uh, I got up to the Watchdog of the Old Lords, um, and you know that's quite notorious as being the most difficult boss fight in the game. I think maybe that you know at half health, the Watchdog of the Old Lords is tough, and I took a long time on that boss. But you know, after many many attempts, I started to learn its patterns and just get the rhythm down, and. uh you know, I, I beat it. <laughs> and at that stage, I didn't even know that you could summon in the Chalice Dungeons. For some reason, I had this idea that you couldn't. So I thought that it was my lot to be doing it solo. So I just did. Um,
0: when, when, and, when Were you playing on release? Because on release, it was basically impossible to summon anybody for a Chalice Chalice Dungeon. They they'd kind of patched it. Uh, like, by the
1: time them. I got up to the Chalice Dungeons, I think it was patched. Okay, Because I, I did them last but still it was really challenging. Um, I was on New Game Plus, but I mean, not that they scale with New Game, but that's just where my character was, the level that it was. Um, and after I finished it, um, I'd you know, i only used a couple of blood vials. I really got the rhythm down. I knew how to dodge it. I knew what it was going to do. I knew how to best evade and get my attacks in. And um, I decided, okay, well, I just beat that boss. Let's see how other people have done. And I looked up some other some YouTube videos of people fighting it, and I watched quite a few YouTube videos. And I thought, you you know what? Every video I've watched so far, I watched, you know, maybe a dozen, has had people, you know, on their last blood vial, just getting hit all over the place. And I think I did a better job than any of these videos. And at that point, I thought, okay, I'm going to have to start, you know, recording my footage on PS4, which is really easy to do. I just hadn't been doing it up till then um and so after that i did i did record a lot of things i've put some of them on youtube but they don't get me many views because i'm not i'm not a guy i'm not a youtube guy but they're there if i even want to go and look at them all well, my son does <laughs> and he has watched a few of them i can't imagine
0: um, so, um like trying to start a youtube channel nowadays especially anything that souls related oh, yeah. it's so dominated yeah. by you know your your huge yeah. people your peeves your day of clines your loboses or, or whatever like and then everybody out there that gets the views are, are doing like weird and unique and funny things. Like it's just like I try to watch my friends' YouTube videos when they post them, but um, like it's just like I not that I feel sad or or anything. Like I'm not saying that, but like man, like just like having trying to get that 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 bump or trying to get like build a channel around souls nowadays just seems crazy impossible.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not trying to. I don't. I, I put them there because YouTube is a handy place to store my videos. <laughs> <laughs> sure yeah. Yeah. so I don't have to store them on my hard drive and, watch, and I can watch them from anywhere um, but yeah they've had a few you know, maybe a couple of dozen views some of them, I even got a comment the other day, <laughs> what? Oh, nice. what are you doing commenting on this <laughs> this, this, is, this is, a you know, I think it was the uh, it was the curse rotted great wood and someone had commented saying thanks, so I was having trouble with this boss and this was like last week <laughs> 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 oh you're welcome Okay. So, yeah, for, so uh, I, I I felt like I got pretty good at Bloodborne. So when I came to Dark Souls 3, I thought, yeah, I'm, I'm even better at Dark Souls than I am at Bloodborne, aren't I? I think I am, because, you know, I'd, I'd gone back to um, the Scholar of the First Sin after Bloodborne, and I really played a lot of that. And I, as I say, you know, I beat the few night first time with a melee build and all this stuff, and didn't summon for a And so I thought, yeah, I'll roll up a Deprived. I'll go go completely blind, and in the end, I I, I beat the game with a longsword on Dark Souls Three. I, I would try the other weapons. I tried some of the boss weapons, but it's it's yeah. a lot easier to to get any weapon to a a good spot though in Dark Souls Three because you have those infusions.
0: Yeah, there's there's a bunch of different um, viable weapons in Dark Souls Three, but man, like I just coming especially coming from Bloodborne and coming off of um, playing Bloodborne a lot right before. Dark Souls three came out. The trick weapon system is so much more varied and interesting when it comes to dealing with one weapon. That I yeah, like, I'd just yeah. like and, and weapon arts are neat. Like weapon arts are cool, but it took them until the DLCs to come out to like do some really like unique stuff with weapon arts. And even then, they're not yeah. sp- spectacular or anything. Uh, they don't I, make up for I've, combos, transforming combos. No, that's right. I, I've got to admit, I
1: haven't really touched weapon arts hardly at all. They're like a little gimmick that sometimes comes out.
0: Yeah, I accidentally pressed L two while I was putting my controller down. That's <laughs> when a weapon <laughs> <dart> comes out. <laughs> That's it. Uh, yeah. What was your um, uh, like? What was the lead up to for Dark Souls three like for you? Because um, I like I, I, I don't like to, but um, like the marketing is was so over the top for Dark Souls three. They were given access very very early. Were you doing your best to kind of shut off everything because you against yeah, well, yourself? Yeah, I, on I the tried
1: yeah I, I tried to really go go dark um but i got a really bad spoiler it was uh, i was uh as i i was on twitch one day um and you know I, I play other games and i i follow streamers who don't play dark souls who just who, who play other things that i like um i'm really into hearthstone at the moment and I, I watch quite a few hearthstone streamers so i booted up my i was on my ipad and i booted up the app and um, this was when the was it the Japanese version was out, but out uh, the, the rest of the world wasn't. And you know they have they have a little thumbnail of the streamer, in, and it might have a little screenshot of just something of, that they're doing, or whatever. And there was a a screenshot with some very very familiar looking stairs. Oh um, no! And I just saw them and immediately knew. Okay, Anor Londo's in Dark Souls Three. Great. Now I know that. And then, of course, when I first booted up the game, and it was there was a patch, and I had to download the patch, and the patch said Firelink Shrine now does such and such. Yep. And I'm like, okay, now I know Firelink Shrines in the game too. Thank you very much. So I knew those two things, but other than that, I was I was um, completely blind on that game.
0: Yeah, I, it's it's really a shame because uh, I think including Firelink Shrine in that game is a big deal for people who really really love Dark Souls. But like, there's no way they could get around it to. Like, it's the very, it's like the second thing that you see in the game. So, like, it's, yeah. it's just, there. I, I see why it was out there and why it got so, you know, proliferated and why, because I got spoiled on a podcast, like, I think with somebody from Giant Bomb was just like, oh, yeah, and by the way, Firelink Shrine is in there. Like, that's where your hub is. And I was like, wait a minute, what? Like, they didn't even treat it as a spoiler, really. They just said it. And I was like, oh, man, that's really, that would have been a really great moment to experience, you know, by myself <laughs> when the game comes out. But instead, mm. I just heard it on a podcast with no warning.
1: Yeah, I, when I saw that and I got up to it, eventually, I, all I knew was that the name was in the game. And I, I got there and I looked around and I thought, this isn't Filing Shrine. And anyway, Andre doesn't live in Filing Shrine. He's in the parish. What? So it was just like they slapped the name on it and, well, eh, why not? It's okay. I don't mind the callbacks in Dark Souls 3.
0: Really? They just don't yeah. bother you that much, or, or what? Because um, nah. I'm, I'm pretty on nah, record for like stuff like Andre bothering me a little bit, of like, why even put it in there if you're not going to do anything to it? But it, it just kind of flows all over you.
1: Yeah, I, I certainly by the end. Although, by the actually, I I did like the, the Gwyn callback. I thought that was actually cool. Um, I, I kind of felt like, and it is presaged a little bit, that that's what you're going to be fighting at the end, is it? as uh, an amalgam of all of the players who've ever linked the fire because they talk about the fire having been linked in the past and the lords you know, disappearing or abandoning their thrones and all that. So yeah, I, I got that straight away, that this was all the old people. And I, it's, I guess the idea is you're sort of fighting backwards through everyone who's ever linked the flame before you, and then you get back to the first one, which is Gwyn. And that music changes, and that's, it's, um, that's awesome. um and at this point that reminds me i do need to bring in this probably the most uh, important thing for me not to forget to talk about which is um back to my my son my 15 year old son so he he has played um through dark souls 3 he hasn't played either of the dlcs yet though but he will be um and he is a musician like i am and uh, he makes electronic music mostly he plays the guitar but um he doesn't have any way to record it, so he just uses software on his computer to, to make, uh, you know, dubstep and house music and trance music and drum and bass and all that stuff, which I don't really get into, but other people do, and I can see that he's quite good at it for a teenager. Uh, and he, at the time when he was about to fight the Soul of, He had just finished uh, making an electronic remix of Gwyn's uh, theme from Dark Souls 1, Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, I, I believe, I think
0: I sent a link to you when I first contacted you. So, um, if yeah, probably, like I'll probably, you- I'll probably put some of that in here. Yeah, because I think the, the the mix is actually really, really good. I, I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, cool, I like this. And uh, if anybody wants to go and check him out on SoundCloud, if anyone's into that sort of music, please do drop by and um, listen to some of his songs so he gets a few more listens on his, his tracks because they're, they're pretty good. And this one in particular, um, it was mentioned on uh, Bonfire Side Chat too because I, I sent them in an email. And uh, when, that one, when that episode came out, he suddenly got like five times. <laughs> The listens on that track than he had, had before. <laughs> <laughs> so anyone who still hasn't listened to it, do grab His uh, he's Harvonator, H-A-R-V-O-N-A-T-O-R on SoundCloud. Um, he'd love people to drop by and just listen. You can free download any of his stuff too if you want to. I think. Um, so he had just just made that track. And I was thinking, oh man, it's gonna be so cool when he fights Solar cinder and gets up to that bit where the music changes. And he, because he, you know, because he did that all from scratch. He didn't have to take the track and and sample it. He actually programmed piano himself to, to play. Or oh, he's got a little piano attached to his computer, little keyboard, piano keyboard, and and he actually played the tracks into the to the software. So he had listened to the track and work out what it was, how it was played on the on the piano, and and play the show. Ch- I mean, so he knows that tracks like the back of his hand. And then, you know, to hear that come in and suddenly this this soul of Cinder doing all of Gwyn's moves, it was it was a cool moment for him. And I got to watch him do it and share in that cool moment. And it's it's part of that, you know, the, um, the repentance of using the wiki for me. The, the um,
0: <laughs> you know,
1: that, seeing those kind of experiences soothes my my tortured soul that wishes i could go back and erase my memory and play dark souls one again <laughs> what um yeah.
0: what is what is your uh what does your son think of dark souls 3 like is does he have kind of um yeah i, I is, is he I into it really... as much as the previous games it doesn't seem like he is he he
1: he hasn't been obs- as obsessed as he was with Dark Souls 1 and was with Dark Souls 2. Oh, he, uh, he never really got into Bloodborne either because I accidentally deleted his save file. Oh, no. Oh, no. Bad
0: dad. What did you do?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he he was only up to um, Father Gascoigne, so he hadn't got very far. Okay. So there was that. Good. <sighs> yeah. Because I, I, I was doing that save scum thing where you back up onto a hard drive or onto a usb and then play because uh, i was trying to get the platinum trophy so I, I wanted to fight the final boss three times in a row mm-hmm. so that i could get the different endings so um i backed up my file onto a onto a usb and then um including his no wait but anyway, it was some sort of mix-up with the saves so or which what, what ones were on the USB file and which ones are on the cloud, and I accidentally saved them to the cloud instead of the USB, and then it backed up from the cloud and overwrote his save file. Something like that. Uh, it, anyway, it got overwritten by the cloud by me not understanding how the cloud worked. Automatically overwrote his um, his save file, which... Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't too happy with me about that. But it does mean he's got Bloodborne to experience all over again one day, which I'm sure he will. Because objectively, I think it is the best Soulsborne game. Um, Even though my favourite is Dark Souls 2. I think objectively, uh, Dark Souls 1 is a masterpiece, but it's flawed. Um, Bloodborne is just so close to perfection in a game, to me. It's it's an orphan, of course...
0: Ah, yeah, yeah, that that hospital, hundred percent. Yeah, that it's it's just so so freaking good.
1: It's 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 hard in just the right way. It's satisfying. Um, it's haunting. You know, this the way it stares off into the sea when you first come in, and then it starts screaming and beating you to death with its own placenta. It, it's so sad and. Vicious and wonderful, and oh, yeah, I have a lot of love for that boss battle. I think it's the pinnacle of the game as it should be, as the final thing in the DLC.
0: Well, um, we're uh, since we're right in the cusp, but to date this podcast a little bit, the Dark Souls 3 DLC, the last DLC, just came out this week, and um, yes. it's not been extraordinarily well received. Uh, where, where is it where not? You I haven't, haven't said anything. I,
1: I'm so I've beat the Demon Prince. I'm pretty sure spoilers are off the table if this isn't
0: coming out for a few months. Um, spoilers should be beat- off the table either way. Like yeah, we're just we're just so going to talk about it.
1: <laughs> so I beat the Demon Prince, and I, I uh, at first I was thinking, oh, this is too hard. It's another one of these multi-phase boss battles. I don't think I can handle this. I started to summon people, um, but after I think I, I tried that about four times, and I was still getting my butt handed to me. And so I thought, okay, I'm not going to do this until I know the 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 fight better so I started doing it solo with my strength build and uh, yeah on the fourth attempt of doing it by myself I beat it so I was, I was happy with that and I, I thought the demon prince was great, I really enjoyed that fight mm-hmm. just hard enough I thought um, and I, just the areas yeah the areas have been fantastic I, that I've seen, last night I fought a dragon and on a sort of a, a mountain precipice thing and I fought it and killed it but i didn't get any souls for it which really worries me <laughs> Keep wise, i'm still i'm still playing this completely blind so i don't know what's in store and then and then i went on to some other boss battle which had lots of little guys in it like um was i fighting painting guardians i only did it once sort of really late last night so um my memory's not great but yeah there was one one of those big guys that at the start of the ring city he summons all those archers up from
0: the ground and, and so he, he was uh, there only he he's, he's an he's adjudicator is what they're what they're called yeah
1: that's that's the guy so I, I started finding him and then he started summoning dudes and he disappeared and some other guy came in and he had a boss name and health bar across the bottom and i died really quickly because i didn't know what i was doing and then i said it's late i'm going to bed i'll try this again tomorrow or the next day so that's how far I am, and I'm I'm thinking it's great so far, not having any problems with it. But I'm not up to any final boss. I mean, if they do another three phase impossible thing like they did with Frida, I'm not going to be very happy because I, I had to summon for Frida in the end, and it's the only the only boss in Dark Souls Three which I've had to summon for, which was disappointing to me. And I thought I was good at these games, but I I, I was playing and I thought oh, I don't know what to do. So I watched. I watched Lobos do his blind playthrough of the first DLC, and he took three hours to beat Sister Frieda.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I'm thinking, look, if if that's Lobos, and he took three hours to beat it on the first try, I, I just don't think I can do this. So I started summoning, and it wasn't too bad in the end, but it was not satisfying, so I, I didn't like the first DLC. But the second one so far, I'm Pretty okay with it, to. but... I'm definitely more into the second deals. I liked the Demon Prince. I thought that was a good fight.
0: Um, I thought that everything that Dark Souls does well in a boss fight. Well, Ben, I want to say thank you for... um, Number one, actually, I want to apologize to you. I want to make this public that I completely forgot that this was scheduled last week, and I completely blew you off, because I am the absolute worst. So, first and foremost, I'm sorry about last week. (laughs) Thank you again for for being on the show. I really appreciate it for listeners out there that might be interested can you uh, repeat your son's soundcloud channel name for me
1: yeah it's uh soundcloudcom Harvonator, which is h a r v o n a t o r and he'd love for people to come and visit him
0: yeah and He's i can just starting um, out. i think he might have a future i'll uh i'll probably get with you later on this but i'd like to include um, like if we have any musicians on the show um like include some music at the end that's from them so, I'll see if mm-hmm. I can't put that track, if not in the middle of the episode, then definitely at the end. But um, thank you again for guesting. This has been really fun.
1: Yeah, and thank you very much.
0: As always, I've been your host, Jeremy Greer. You can find me on Twitter at JG Greer. You can find the podcast at don'tgiveupskeleton.com, where I post all of the episodes. It has links to all of my social media presences and all the various things that you could possibly want to know about the podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you have a couple of minutes, uh, send me um, an email. If you want to be on the show, leave me an iTunes review. If you like it, if you like listening to it a whole lot, that makes me feel good, which in turn, you know, makes me happy. So if you want to make somebody happy today? I'm sure. Thanks again for listening. It's always appreciated. And remember, don't give up, skeleton. All right.
1: Thanks, man. Okay. Yeah. No problem. Um, I, I I do. It's-